1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network and of course you know who I am. I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe and Manifest talk show and today I am broadcasting from a Let's see, Simply Magnificent, to Atlanta, Georgia, with just a little touch of Southern flavor. I know you love that. And I'm going to truly believe with you that you have been attracted to this show today because the Spirit of God knows exactly what you need and you will receive the download, the insight, the revelation, just that one word. That one principle that you've been searching for to radically change your life. Well, I just have one thing to say. I'm back. (laughs) Yes, I I am back from the cruise. And what a wonderful cruise it was. OMG. It was so interesting meeting uh, people from all over the world. We had about, I don't know, maybe... Fifteen to twenty people from Japan. We were, um, understanding and mixing with other cultures and uh, it was so exciting to meet people who had been listening to me for years and oh my god I listen to you all of the time it was magnificent and uh, I think the thing that I really enjoyed most were the deep connections the, the great conversations over coffee or the great Um, sense of belonging and learning and listening, maybe while um, I was in the water. And speaking of the beautiful blue and green ocean, it was so beautiful, you know, just so spiritual. Uh, I had a beautiful room, a beautiful balcony. And it was a wonderful experience. So I'm going to be sharing with you just a couple of tips that you can take and uh, use uh, in your life on a practical basis. But just remember to visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And I have all kinds of tools there for you. I have Uh, affirmations on success prosperity attracting love and you know a lot of you have really been getting my book how to attract genuine love that's a great book it it gives you a lot of how to's but it also shows you how you don't attract what you want you attract who you are and i help you to align with that and of course visit me on on social media uh, I have a new handle for my Instagram. My Instagram is L O A Constance. Check that out, and you can see a lot of my pictures from the cruise. And on Facebook is Coach with Constance. And uh, on Twitter is l o a Constance. You'll get a chance to just see just a different side of me, and my very special guest today is Michael LeBlanc, and he's going to be talking to us about how to manifest a better life with God, and you know, I always say God is not holding anything back from us as a matter of fact, He's conspiring to get your highest good. To you. So if it looks like things are not working out, that just may be a fact. But the truth is, God is desiring for you to live an abundant and purposeful life. By the way, that's what I spoke about on the cruise. Well, these are just a couple of tips that you can do uh, to begin to just align your life every day. One tip I got from Pam um, Grout and Pam, you know, Pam is the author, Thank and Grow Rich, T-H-A-N-K. And she said that every day she had a friend and they would text each other three different things that they were grateful for. And so the premise is this It's number one is being delightfully disciplined because you're going to be grateful and thankful every day but you have accountability you're texting with somebody else so i want you to adopt that and the interesting thing is that if you text yesterday i'm i'm uh, grateful for my dog my beautiful home and my health the next day you would have to think of something different isn't that powerful And then the second thing that you could do, and I shared this before and somebody asked me if I would please, please share it again. And I will is record specific affirmations uh, that really align with you. It may just be 10 in your own voice on your phone and listen to it every day. Why? Because. Your inner ear believes you quicker than it will anyone else. That's what scientists have shown. And so you're doing two things. You're adding two things to your daily practice. You're going to find somebody else. And and if you can't find somebody else, just write down three things that you're grateful for. And every day you come up with three more. And then secondly, you are going to record, uh, you know, just some of the most powerful affirmation affirmations and listen to them while you're driving. And especially listen to them just before you go to sleep, because we know that your subconscious is most open when just before you drift off into your deep sleep. Now, one affirmation that I really use is this one. And I say all of heaven, all of the resources of heaven are attracted to the Jesus in me. I'm one with God and good and all that there is. So when I hear that, when I say that, when I feel that, I begin to vibrate that, you know, one thing they were talking about on the cruise was about how we are constantly, whether we are aware of it or not, vibrating out of frequencies that match and align with what we truly believe on the inside. And so rather than just uh, be sending out, On autopilot stuff that you don't want. I want you to begin to intentionally uh, send out what you desire. And that's what these two simple practices that I shared with you will do. It will number one, keep you in a vibration and a state of gratitude. And then secondly, it will really, really, really help you to affirm and to speak out loud and to hear these specific affirmations that you desire well that's my story and I'm sticking to it everybody so I'm going to go to these quick commercials and then I'm really excited about my very uh, special guest we're going to learn how to manifest a better life with God so stay tuned everybody Well, everybody, I am back and I'm really excited about my guest today. Y'all guys, you know that I'm always excited and uh, we are blessed today to have a great man share with us how to manifest a better life with God and how to use your inherent God nature which includes the law of attraction and uh, my guest today is Mr. Michael LeBlanc and he is an author, speaker, life coach, uh, he's a licensed social worker, international trainer and energy practitioner and Michael just loves teaching adults how to overcome limiting beliefs, embody new beliefs, uh, feel bad better, focus Stay focused in on what they want instead of what they don't want. How many of us need that? And he's just gonna give us some powerful principles today. So, Michael LeBlanc, welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network.
0: Hey, good morning, and thanks. I uh, it's uh, appreciate the opportunity to to be here.
1: Did I pronounce your last name correctly, LeBlanc?
0: It, yeah, the C silent. I'm in uh, South Louisiana, so it it probably gets pronounced differently in other places, but, but for us, it's LeBlanc. So
1: LeBlanc, let's, okay.
0: yeah, oh. let's be silent.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so grateful to have you. Tell our listeners a little bit about you and your journey, and then we're going to get to all of this juicy, uh, information that you're going to share with listeners all over the world.
0: No, sure. Um, no. So, You know, I I was raised Catholic, so that was kind of how I got started, if you will, with God and spirituality. Mm -hmm. Um, Fortunately, I guess in a way for me, though, I wasn't raised very religious in any particular way. So um, I guess it wasn't until college, when undergrad, where I got—like, God became more personal. I really did get into the church more— And I even at one point thought I was going to be a priest. So I sat out of I was at LSU in Baton Rouge and I sat out of school um, just to really explore the idea of being a priest. Um, I ended up not deciding that for a few reasons. One, I I, I realized, well, I'm not really religious. So it, it just like, well, that might probably isn't a good idea. The Bible, I grew up a little bit with that, but it wasn't. Uh, it didn't mean to me what it meant to uh, or what i felt like it should mean for a priest i i was very open to wanting to learn about spirituality from all sorts of uh studies and backgrounds and not just like the bible so and then uh, and then i was gay so it's like all right so you're gay you're you're not into the bible and you're not religious probably shouldn't be a priest <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's a sign that's a red flag right <laughs> I
0: and so I I did have some friends in social work and when I really thought about what I really loved about being a priest was the priests I had met I just loved their it was their presence and the way they were helping people and their 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 being present with others and and so social work is kind of what I went into and and became a licensed social worker and got my masters and became a therapist and had to practice and um and Alternative healings have always sort of intrigued me. So I got trained in Reiki level one and two and um I I would always explore other types of alternative healings. Always on myself. I was my own guinea pig. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: and uh and so anyway, so for years I had a practice and I just had a really hard experience and I got kind of burnt out. Um And then I went into the corporate world in training and facilitation, designing workshops, more around leadership and changing culture. Um, And that kind of is how I became, oh, I probably taught in like 25 to 30 countries all over the world. Um, But I I, I started really missing personal growth, spirituality. Um, So I hired a life coach and I was like, all right, I, I. it was supposed to be a break from social work when I did the corporate thing. And next thing you know, it's 15 years later. Yeah. <laughs> and so I um, I hired a coach just to help me kind of refocus, let me get back to what I truly wanted to do in life and what I believed in. Um, but I didn't want to go back as a therapist per se. And so I ended up getting the idea to write the book, uh, which was uh, kind of I, I don't know where that came from. I just it was I never really planned on being an author or writing a book. <laughs> it just sort of evolved. Um, and then I, I ended up getting my certification as a coach and I still keep my license as a social worker and right. um, and I still do energy work. So I, I bring all that back into my practice I have now as a coach. Um, and then the book sort of evolved uh Originally, my book was just going to be tips on why the law of attraction might not be working for you mm-hmm. <laughs> and and what to do about it. Um, I would go into prayer and I would start writing. And one of my writing coaches was like, just let yourself write, don't edit. And uh, that was harder to do than it sounds. But as I would write this whole part of the book around being expressions of God consciousness and God is consciousness and all that started to happen, which was never I didn't know that was going to be part of the book, and um, so the book I ended up writing, "Manifest a Better Life with God," uh, was was something I had no idea was going to happen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, you know, and it's really good, and I am so glad that you used the word God. So let's get let's get in okay. get, get yeah. into this for listeners, and so you not know, have listeners of different faith. And, you know, everybody knows that I'm a Christian and I say God, but I got all kind of listeners. But I think God has gotten a bad rap. And uh, I was just so glad to see that you use that title. So uh, I love your chapter one where where you say, God, why isn't it working? And I'm sure many listeners all over the world might feel might be feeling and saying that now. And what do you feel like that that God is speaking to people about why it might not be working, whatever it is. It might be the law of attraction of what they desire. What is God saying back to people, Michael?
0: So so just a couple of things that I did debate about the title, like, should I put the word God in there? Or should I not? I didn't want people to automatically think it was a religious book because right. it, it really wasn't. And and part one of the book about our inherent God nature and being expressions of God consciousness was really about maybe healing some of those hurts that people had uh, grew up with around a God that separate, judgmental, harsh, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm hmm. Um, but no, chapter one was, so I've been very self-taught over the years with uh, metaphysics and spirituality, law of attraction. I've been to numerous speakers and workshops and probably, probably like a a lot of folks out there. And, and I had enough success with it to know something works, (laughs) something's going on. It's not just, you know, uh, like there is really something to it, but it wasn't for for, it wasn't like consistent and i would get frustrated so that's what that's what prompted chapter one it's like all right so why the heck isn't it working it's like i'm doing i'm doing the visualizing i'm doing the stuff i did before and it worked here why isn't it working here um and that's what kind of prompted the conversation and and so you enter into prayer time between god and i and that that's the beginning of our dialogue um
1: so, and what, what, so yeah, you say everything exists in God consciousness and everything is God consciousness and you create in with and through this consciousness. That's something for I, I just love that first principle that you shared.
0: Yeah, I it was hard to describe it, so the analogy of, like, God and I go to the ocean, so in the book, that that's kind of my way of trying to explain it, and God's having me look at the ocean, and, like, how many waves do you see, and there's just, you know, there's thousands of waves, and God's like, so if you, on the surface, they look very separate and individual, but if you went into the wave, and beneath the wave, how many waves are there, and there's really one, there's there's no there aren't. It, it, it goes away, like all the separation and individualness goes away. And there's just this kind of mass of consciousness. And and so that was my way of trying to explain how, how I've come to understand God. It's just this consciousness, and it is expressing itself in our physical world, but as like you and me, right? So we might seem to be separate, but... We, uh, in there we're really not <laughs> we're we're really the same god consciousness uh expressing itself as you and then expressing itself as me and so diversity abundance all that stuff is really it's natural expression
1: and so for listeners why is it important that that they understand god consciousness and you know we we know uh, we know god is some people think god is out there but we're really one with god and are you saying in this uh in the earth we are expressions of God?
0: I, I do believe that. I, I do believe this is literally that that divine consciousness expressing itself. So it physicality, it's like vibrationally different than non-physical, but it's all the same stuff. <laughs> it's like it's it's not different stuff it's just put together packaged a little bit differently so uh, you know, like the physical me is packaged differently than the non-physical me um but it's it's all the same same thing it's just uh vibrationally different frequencies so i can i can touch it here but i it, it's i can't touch it Um uh, there's a there's a realm of not being able to touch it i guess you could say there's so. a there's a non-physical and a physical, but it's not, it's not separate. I think was the, the thing that to me, right. what's important is there's no separateness going on and, and we can't do anything to cause a separateness from God, from God consciousness, from that, from that uh, essence, that love, whatever that means to you. Uh, yeah.
1: So so you talk about your inherent God nature expound on that and why is that important for people who want to create and manifest you know just an abundant life
0: um so when i thought of like the analogy about the ocean and the wave when you think of the wave it's made up of everything that the ocean is made of right there's not a it's not made of something different so when I think of God and when I think of God consciousness and the, its ability to manifest and create and, and, and express itself differently, it's, it's understanding that I'm of the same thing, I am the same thing, and so I then now have that same inherent nature as God consciousness has just like the wave has the same inherent nature as the ocean. And so, one, there there can never be a separateness, just like the wave is never separate from the source of it. I am never separate from the source of me. But also, I can participate with it because I am it. I can participate, I can focus a certain way, I can make myself feel a certain way. And all of that relates to how we can deliberately manifest conditions in our life versus haphazardly manifest conditions in our life.
1: That's good. You talk about vibrational nature of consciousness and that just reminds me of a lot of stuff. I just came back from the law of attraction cruise as my listeners knowing a lot of people were talking about vibrations and vibrational alignment. What what is vibrational consciousness? What would that look like for listeners? Um, so
0: when I thought there were a couple of stories I kind of shared in the book, um, there was a guy, a Japanese researcher, I'm forgetting his last name. He wrote the power of water. And, um, I don't know if you had ever read
1: any of those. Is it Dr. Emoto. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah and
0: his was just a it was a very simple expression but it was a way for me to understand it and esther hicks talks about tuning in like a radio station as a way of, about frequency and vibration and both of those analogies to me helped me kind of understand um that that vibrational nature that nuance which is pretty important so like with uh, emoto when he put labels around water and then did the ice crystals You know, words like hate, um, you know, a loser, those kind of things created more deformed looking ice crystals than words like joy, um, love, appreciation, created more, uh, I guess, more beautiful, if you will, ice crystals. Um, And it's, it's the nature, there's a vibrational nature, there's a different frequency to the word of hate versus the word of love. Um, And so my focus has everything to do with what I'm going to think and feel. And all of that, how I'm thinking and feeling, all has a frequency, all has that vibrational nature to it. And the ultimate thing that gets manifested comes out of that. So um, like Esther will talk about, You know, abundance, if you will, as a frequency and lack as a frequency. So like two different radio stations. And if I keep myself more tuned in towards abundance, then I tend to experience more abundance. I allow more abundance. I manifest more abundance. If though, whether I'm doing it awarely or unawarely, I keep my attention and focus more on the absence of what I desire that is still a vibrational, that is still a frequency, that's still like a different radio station. And it will continue to manifest things that look like the absence of and the the wanting of versus the actual having of. Um, so those two analogies have helped me kind of understand a better sense of what that vibrational frequency kind of means. Uh,
1: And, you know, so for listeners out there, I think what you said was quite profound that, so everything has a frequency and a vibrational force. And so whatever listeners might think and or feel and focus in on, they're going to get more of that.
0: And it's the nuances that matter though. So a lot of times I'm like so i'm gonna share share a personal story. I had a growth on my head, probably about the size of a dime, right, and for years, I kept trying to heal it on my own using you know visualization, reiki energy uh thinking different, yeah, you know, all this kind of stuff. Nothing would happen, I mean for years <laughs> and it it was kind of frustrating because like, it was one of those moments of like, well, why isn't it working? It works over here, why didn't it work over here? And, you know, friends were like, oh, go to the doctor, go get it, you know, like let them do, you know, whatever they do to burn it off, whatever. And I was like, no, I said, I said, God and I are going to figure this out. I said, and and I'm the one who needs to figure it out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's not really God at all. It's, it's like it, it was me. Here's what made the difference. And once I once I got into the different nuance, it healed in three weeks. <laughs> but for
1: years, it would not change at all so 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 when you say nuance what does that mean once you get into the yeah so here's
0: what that means i i kept trying to heal it and as long as i kept trying to heal it there was an awareness of the growth that was remaining in consciousness and my consciousness and as long as in my consciousness the growth remained it would not heal. The nuance was, I was rereading some teachings by Neville Goddard, and he talked about... I love thinking. him. Yeah, he th- he talked about thinking from the end. Mm-hmm. And what that meant for me is I had to get to a place of, I, I no longer had a growth. I had to get to the place of, how does Michael think without a growth on his head? How, how does that Michael think? What does he say? What conversations does he have? And what I did is I pictured a conversation with the guy who cuts my hair, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, he sees it all the time and my hair's getting thinner. <laughs> I, I haven't figured out how to do that part, but I did get rid of the growth. <laughs> but he, uh, I, I pictured a conversation with him and he was asking me, hey, how did you get rid of the growth? It's gone. And I excitedly tell him, it's like, no, like God and I, I finally got to the space of it's no longer there. It's healed and it went away. And I kept replaying that conversation with my Jared's, his name and his response and his, his like, what did, did you go to the doctor? Did they burn it off? And I get to excitedly say, no, no, it actually, we healed it. Right. Um, And I played with that conversation so much that I felt the trueness of it. I felt the realness of it. But in that place, there was no growth. And that was the nuance. I had to go where there wasn't a growth. I had to feel that. I had to get into that experience. And until I did, it just stayed there. And I mean, for years, it didn't go away. And then the moment I started playing that conversation that I had with my hairdresser, it allowed me to move into the space and the feeling space of, I no longer had a growth on my head. And within three weeks, it shrunk. It, it flaked off and it went away and it's been gone now for eh, probably close to a year. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but it was that nuance. It, it was, I, I wasn't, and it's harder with physical things. Um, because they're there <laughs> right. they yeah you know, they're on your body, so it's like it's really hard to get to the space of feeling it not there and 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 the feeling nature of it matters more than anything it's like the thinking's kind of a way to get us to the feeling spot we need to get to um,
1: so let's talk about feelings yeah. and emotions, yeah, but sure. before we get to that, let me say something to listeners, so that means that if a listener. Uh, you know desires more money and you're always talking about what you don't have and looking at your bills you know and, and what Michael shared from his experience is that he began living in a feeling place from the end I already have it what would it not not only what would it look like but what will it, what would I be thinking saying and feeling and he he, he tuned in Living from the end. So, Michael, what role does your emotions and feelings have in it and and in our manifestation? And why is that so important?
0: Well, to me, the emotions are actually more important than the thinking. Hmm. So, my thinking is so first you're going to focus and then you're going to think and then your feelings are going to follow suit.
1: Okay so so we go- so a listener is going to focus in on what they desire.
0: Yeah, so like if okay. it's money, if it's money, it's more important to get to the place of the feeling nature of you abundant you with that money mm-hmm. and not stay focused on the money. Um, cuz part of what happens especially around money when we stay focused on the money there's a level of we're, we're staying aware of the absence of it and mm-hmm. we don't make much progress and we get annoyed and we think this crap doesn't work anymore and all this kind of other stuff. <laughs> and, and I speak from personal experience. So, um,
1: so do I. I get that.
0: <laughs> and so it's it's trickier, but it's more important. I reach when I have that money I want or I have that job I want or I have that healing on my head I want. I'm going to feel a certain way, and I'm going to have a certain conversation maybe with the person that, like you're saying, it's from the end. It's already happened. And it's important to not just practice the thought place. It's important to stay with the thought place long enough to get your feelings over there. Because um, the feeling, so Joe Dispenza is another favorite teacher of mine. Yeah, and he talks about your your thoughts are more electric and your feelings are more magnetic, and the combination is more electromagnetic. And from a quantum physics, the whole quantum field is electromagnetic. So, so the power though is really the the feeling nature has the the attraction piece to it or the pull to it. So. And I think that's what falls short sometimes with just affirmations and stuff. They aren't generating the feeling nature we need to get to. And it's keeping us just at a headspace and it's not bringing us into the emotional space. So the emotional space to me is the key. So if it's money, it's getting to the emotional space of you and how does it feel with the money and not staying focused on the thoughts of money. Um, if it's the job, it's you getting into the feeling space of you with the new job and, and thinking can help us get there. Kind of like with my head, I envisioned a conversation with my hairdresser, but I did it so that I could get into the feeling space, not just stay in the conversation space or the head space.
1: You know, I, I love that. And, and, and uh, uh, I'm so glad that you shared about the whole money thing, you know, and so a person could literally say, wow, I am abundant. I have all that I desire and more and literally go through in their mind. What would they be doing if they had all of that and feel that? And and so do do feelings and emotions create a vibration?
0: Yes. So because I can I can think about abundance and not really feel anything. Oh, That's good.
1: <laughs> that's I, really I, good.
0: I can think about, you know, having more money, but I'm not really feeling any different. I'm still feeling, if you will, I could let's say let's say I'm thinking about abundance, but I'm still feeling stress about money. Right. So I have a certain thought going on, but I, my feelings haven't shifted. And if my feeling nature about money is still one of anxiety, sort of stress, a little bit of dread, those sort of more negative ones. My physical condition around abundance and money is not going to shift much Um, just because I'm it's like I I have to take my thinking. I'm using my thoughts as a way to generate feelings on purpose is my I think the best way I could say that.
1: And let's just say hypothetically, once again, for listeners, let's just say somebody has a job that they're just like. I can't stand going to this job, they can begin to think and use their feelings intentionally to begin to create a different vibration, which eventually will bring to them a different manifestation.
0: Yeah, I I would say there's a two two approach. One is they're going to have to start shifting their thinking around their current job just to what can I appreciate about my current job just to get their negativity de- like they need to interrupt the negativity. Right. Yeah. So there's that. And one way to do that is start appreciating what it is about your current world. That's OK. Part two is. All right. So let me get into the feeling space of me with this improved job or this new job. Mm-hmm. And usually our thinking is how we get there. It's just I have to stay with my thoughts long enough to get my feelings to shift. And if I don't and I don't do it consistently, then the manifestations don't tend to change. Like the outer condition doesn't change because I'm not truly shifting my consciousness enough. My consciousness needs to shift, but it's not just my thinking. It's it's like I've got to get the feeling nature to, to
1: change. That's uh, good. That's really powerful. And then you talk about, which I just love, manifesting with God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: how does a listener, what would that look like? Um, you got several chapters on that manifesting by blessing. So how can we begin to create and manifest with God?
0: So to me, this is where one know that your nature your nature is God your nature is God consciousness mm-hmm. so your inherent nature is already creating and manifesting it's it's the the stuff going on in your life there's a lot of stuff that goes on in our life we don't think about <laughs> and 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 it still works you know? um, so the when i When I thought of that, it's like one know who you are, you are divine, you are god consciousness you're not a lesser, you're not a separate, you're not a little thing you're a absolute full divine expression of it, your wholeness, you're complete you're actually from a place of enlightenment, so it's it's kind of already there mm-hmm. and so now it's like, all right, so how do I participate with this to manifest? And one one of the easier ways is really to just sort of bless situations. And I, I share an example of uh, I went from a great boss to like this horrible boss in like a 24 hour period many years ago. Um, and. I went from loving my job to now I was miserable. I hated my job. I was constantly having these arguments in my head with this boss because mm-hmm. um, I, I all the things I wouldn't say to him in person, right? Because he was my boss. <laughs> 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 but in in my drives and in my office, I was like constantly fighting with him in my head. And I, I really I, I got to the point of I could just feel the level of hatred and the level of anger. And I could feel like it was impacting me like it's just really uh, this isn't my usual and it's been going on for a long time. And and I needed to do something. And I was reading a little book called My Grand My Grandfather's Blessings um, at the time. And what I made myself start doing daily was and throughout the day, I would grab my journal and I started thinking about all the good things I wanted for myself And I started wanting them for this boss I hated. Wow. So so I just, I made myself just really bless him, want good for him, all the good things I want for me, want for him. Now, initially, I just started, I had to just think that way. So I would think that way and I would still feel the hatred, right? (laughs) It it wasn't, it wasn't an immediate turnaround because I had a lot of momentum going. Mm, I'm sure. (laughs) And, uh. But eventually, what happened was my my hatred and anger started lessening, and again, I would anytime I would catch myself starting to hate him again, I would stop myself and I would start blessing him again and As I kept doing it the my true feeling nature started to shift, and I really did reach a place where I genuinely wanted good for this guy, right so it took. It was actually a good two or three weeks, but it was it was throughout the day. It wasn't just a once every now and then. <laughs> I had to really I had to get really disciplined about it. I had to do it periodic. Yeah, I mean throughout the day at different periods. Um, but here's the great thing: within probably two to three weeks, I ended up getting an entire new boss, <laughs> and I had never really even planned to do that. I was just trying to make myself. I just knew I couldn't keep feeling hatred. And blessing him was a way to do that. So blessing was a way to change this entire situation. It changed. But the key was I stayed with it till I felt different. So the feeling nature becomes key again. And as I consistently did that, the outer conditions all shifted for me. Um, and I ended up not they they moved me from not having that boss to having this this other woman that was my boss. And she was fantastic. Um, so there was a way I, I share just just by blessing things in your life, staying with it till you feel different is a way to improve and manifest things differently.
1: Well, let me share my experience. You know, when yeah. I. Um, uh what you just shared really reminded me of something. Uh I was married and and I was married to a man who was very wealthy, did not sign a prenup, and I always say big mistake. And so then um when when we got divorced, I came back to Atlanta with nothing. And boy was I hot. <laughs> I was mad. I right. was frustrated. And I felt like God, just the spirit said to me, pray for him and bless him. And kind of like you, I was like, no, it's going to be a cold day in hell before <laughs> I do that. I am not doing that. And like you, I began to I pray for, I pray for him, his future. I pray for his life. And I wasn't feeling anything. But I kind of feel like spirit said to me, if you would, if you would do this and, and learn from this experience, I will bless you beyond your wildest dream. So I began to do it and I don't, at first it was fake, it was robotical, but I Mm -hmm. knew that God was trying to get me at a different level of love, et cetera, because I was just looking at how could he do that? And I was a great wife. And so the long and short of Eventually, like you, I was really able to do it from a powerful place of, of, of uh, authentic just really authenticity, just being real. I really wanted him to have a, a great future. And I tell you. I was blessed in all areas beyond my wildest dreams. So for listeners, you know, the principle is no matter what your circumstances, just like Michael and I shared, if you would just begin to bless that, be grateful, uh, knowing that you're being upgraded and changed on the inside, that's a great principle that people can use.
0: Yeah. And the the trick is it's kind of like we both said, initially, it doesn't, you don't feel different initially. Initially, you're doing it because you know, it's the right thing to do. But you still feel the hatred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not like, well, just because I started blessing this guy, I, I no longer felt angry and stuff. It's like, no, if, especially if you've been at it for a while. You know, some people have been at hatred for years, My my, you know, my stepdad died pretty miserable. But he he just stayed in this negative place for most of his life. But um, it's important you don't just you got to get it going, but you got to stay with it till you start noticing your feelings change. And I think that becomes the key again. It's like because you stayed with, it till, I stayed with your, it till your feelings changed. And I stayed with it till my feelings changed.
1: Um, and you know, and when we changed, we started sending out a different frequency, a different vibration. So instead of me being frustrated, I became, I I became more joyful, more peaceful, more loving because the vibration changed. And so I want listeners to know that they can intentionally do that. That, That's so powerful. You know, Michael, we got about 10 minutes and I haven't asked you all my (laughs) questions. So, um, one of your chapters talk about three reasons why people don't manifest what they want. What are those reasons? So
0: consistency is one of them.
1: Ooh, Meaning, I'm glad you said that.
0: <laughs> well, it'd be like, so that, like just using the example with either your, your ex-husband or my, my, my ex-boss kind of deal. If I had not been consistent, I would not have shifted my feelings consistently enough um, and it, it just wouldn't have worked. So, so one of the real big ones, uh, is just, you have to be consistent about it. And the, the other, um, you really do have to, the feelings are more important than I think we realize. Uh, I think people think their thinking is what's, you know, important, and it's really your, your, your thinkings are your way to shift your feelings. And a lot, we, well, most of us, and I know myself included, you grew up thinking your feelings are just sort of out of your control They're You're just sort of a victim to those. You just have them as a response to life. And there is a truth to that, meaning something happens and I have a feeling about it. But, but I also can deliberately teach myself to feel on purpose, And so when I'm wanting to manifest deliberately, like I want a new job deliberately, then I have to make myself feel the way I'm going to feel with that new job, but I have to do it now. You know, even when Jesus' teaching was about, you know, done unto you as you believe, Mm -hmm. but believe is the work, (laughs) you know, but believe is where the work is. And and it's not just a thought; it's it's got to have the feeling nature. Um, so that was another one. And then the other is it's it's real easy to sometimes we sh- it's a nuance, but we get into feeling like we have to make it happen.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And the the moment I'm making it happen, there's a part of my feeling nature. There's a part of my thinking. That's really focused on the lack of what I'm desiring. And so if you're starting to feel like you're that it's a subtlety, but it's within you, there's a little bit of efforting to like, I'm efforting while I'm visualizing because I'm trying to make something happen. Stop it. Stop what you're doing. (laughs) Stop the visualization Notice your feeling is not really in a positive space. It's really in a a more angst kind of stressed place. And you're trying to force something. You're trying to make something. And that just means your awareness, your focus, your thinking is still on the absence of it. Um, And you're going to have to, like Esther always talks about, reach for better feeling thoughts. Um, And as you reach for better feeling thoughts, your feelings are going to shift a little bit. So so that was another one is just um, especially with things we've wanted for a long time, we can sometimes we're, we're coming from a place. We're still coming from a place of lack or need in our visualizing or our, our, our efforts uh, versus a place of joy or wholeness or completeness. Um, and, and that kind of makes a difference.
1: Let me say something here. I heard somebody say on the cruise, if you are yearning and wanting something, it might be your soulmate or more money, then that's a sign that you're not living in the end and you and you might be trying to make it happen. Yes,
0: yes. Because if I'm wanting something that vibrationally is very different than having it, believing it done and feeling the relief, the joy, the, you know, um, and, and the thing again is it's, it's, it's training ourselves. We're not used to training ourselves to feel a certain way on purpose and it takes practice. Um, and outer conditions can really throw you into, you know, feeling negative again. Um, so it's, it's a daily practice and it's a daily habit, but if like, if, if what I really want is a new job or, or a partner, then I have to practice feeling f- like you're talking about feeling from the in. What is what conversations would I have if I already had the partner? What conversations would I have if I already had the job? How would I feel if I already had the job and stay with those kinds of thoughts long enough to get into the feeling nature of it? Becomes important.
1: You know that is so good and so wow! I needed more time with you, Michael. And, <laughs> and, and so really, people are living and feeling and thinking from the end, not towards it.
0: That's the that's the place you got to jump to, and like with my growth on my head, I pictured a conversation with my hairdresser, because it helped me go over there. Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I, it's, it's, yeah, when I, yeah, yeah, you just got it. It's stay with the thought process long enough to get your feelings to come around. They will come around, but you got to stay with the thought process long enough. And if the feelings aren't happening, then reach for different thoughts. Don't just keep, you know, reach for some different thought. You need a different thought.
1: Wow, this is so good. Well what tell listeners how can they get your book? And I'm just really gonna say to listeners, this book is so good. I read it on the cruise and then when I got back I reread it again and it was like, How did I miss that? <laughs> you know, because it has so much truth in it and I love it that it's coming from a spiritual place, not just a principle place that you are co-creating with God. You are God in, in the earth and in your life. And I love that. So how? what is your website information? How can people get your book? What kind of services uh, do you offer yeah. people?
0: Yeah, sure. So I self-publish. So the book is on Amazon and it's Manifest a Better Life with God, Michael LeBlanc. The subtitle is "Use Your Inherent God Nature," which includes Law of Attraction. Um, and actually, it's so I, I yeah, I'm so I'm self-published, but it's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reviews have been good, so you can read some of the reviews to kind of help you get a sense of it. Um, but then my website is createwithconsciousness.com. So again, it's createwithconsciousness.com, and then my email is michael m i c h a e l at createwithconsciousness.com. And, um, and,
1: and so, Michael, uh, I know you co- uh, you contributed to a book with Joe Vitali. Tell listeners about that book. How can they get that?
0: Sure. That one, uh, it's also on Amazon. It's called The Abundance Factor. Um, what I did is I was able to participate, and and I have a chapters in, in that book with Joe. Um, and my chapter is called One Consciousness, One Mind. Um, And it was really it was an interesting story. I'll tell it kind of quick. But I had asked for some folks to, hey, if there's something you're trying to manifest in your life, I would like to join you in consciousness and in prayer to help you manifest that. But I don't want to meet with you. So I just want to go within and do my process. You do your thing. But I want to see if we together can improve your situation. But I don't want to meet with you. It was very specific about about that. Um, and that chap that chapter shares some experiences I had with uh, one person who's uh, like his business improved two weeks later. Uh, another woman who was having a lot of uh, there was a lot of conflict in the family and some resolution around all that started happening. Um, one was another one about a house that wouldn't sell. And two weeks later, the house sold. And that was all about joining in consciousness about. The feel, and I would I would go to the feeling place if they had the business, the house sold, all those things, but I didn't want to meet with the person in person. So so that was a that was a nuance to that chapter, with uh, sharing some positives about that. Um, but I also I do life coaching. I, I I incorporate energy work into my practice. So I have a kind of a technique I use around breath, the ho process. Um, and Reiki to bless each energy center um, that I do with clients, as well as coaching around these nuances. So if you're trying to manifest something specifically, how do I do that? What are the steps I take? Um, And so my my coaching is is kind of – I find the two work better together. So you can do things – there's things you need to do, but also if you kind of do the blessing of the energy centers and that that along the way, it helps change your energy – also, so wow. so I kind of do both. That's and really some, great. I have some workshops I've created around the book um, that I just started offering this year, and coming up, I haven't I haven't got all the details figured out, but I'm going to be starting a. I'm going to figure out the name. It's kind of a Beyond a Mastermind, so it's really me working with like six individuals uh, over a period of like eight weeks. There's a little bit of like ten minute, fifteen minute teaching that goes on. But within the within the mastermind each person gets about 8 to 10 minutes of uh kind of what I would call silence prayer time where the group we hold their intention uh as done mm-hmm. for them and then the next person we do the same thing so each week each person gets a very focused in silence prayer where, where the group is holding that person's intention as done. Um, and each group, there's a little, each, each week there's a little bit of teaching that takes place for me. Um, so that's a, a kind of a new thing in the works. And then I have a new book uh, that I'm, I, so the Joe chapter, I'm going to expand it and create a book out of it. Because when I did the Joe chapter, I sent in like 7,000 words and they told me it had to be a thousand words. <laughs> right? <laughs> so so I had to cut cut back quite a bit. Uh, but my my I also do weekly kind of inspirational posts. on my uh Facebook business page is uh uh create with consciousness slash Michael LeBlanc. And uh and those weekly posts are gonna become a coffee table book. I love gardening so I take a picture from my garden, I put a quote from my article um, so the future coffee table book, you kind of open it up to any page and there's a inspirational article and there's a visual, you know, image with a quote on it from the from the garden. Right. Uh, but the, there's going to be some tips for gardeners. So if, if you really love the flower you're looking at, I'm going to provide some gardening tips on how to grow it. So wow. so, it'll be, so it's going to be a little combination book.
1: Well, thank you for that information, Michael. And you guys see that he has a lot going on. I'm going to really suggest that you go to his website. Uh, look at all of the uh, services that he has available. Make sure you get his book. I would really just spend time and marinate and meditate on some <laughs> of the principles uh, that he has shared on the program today. Michael, I'm so appreciative to you, even though I did pronounce your name with my Southern Georgia accent. That's uh, quite <laughs> our- <laughs> <laughs> So grateful to you. Well, guys, remember to visit my website at FulfillingYourPurpose.com and uh, as I say every week you might not know it or feel it but you are surrounded uh, by the love of God and as I say every week I want you to think and say something good is going to happen to me and through me this week make it a great week everybody
0: thank you for listening to think believe and manifest Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you